Today on the podcast, I'm finishing off our series on end-of-the-year topics, and today I'm sharing with you my end-of-the-year to-do list for choir directors. I know the end of the year can get super busy, but if you can find some spare time to tackle these 10 things, it will give you a huge boost in not only finishing the year off strong, but also for when the new school year rolls around. And the best part is I have a bunch of resources to help with the items on the to-do list. Let's get into it. Here we go. Hello, my friends, to the Choir Director Corner Podcast. My name is Matt Walker. I am your host. Thanks so much for stopping by and joining me for today's episode. We are highly caffeinated and ready to roll. As I mentioned in the intro today, we are talking about an end-of-the-year to-do list. Now, I know end-of-the-year gets super crazy, but... These are things that if you can find some spare time, just a few minutes, some of them, to uh, check these off your to-do list, not only are they going to help you finish the year strong, but you're going to be super thankful that you did these things when it comes time for next year to roll around, right? And the best part is that on many of these items on the to-do list, I have a resource that will help you check it off the list. Now, all of the links that I will mention in this episode, you can find in one place, and that is choirdirectorcorner.com forward slash to-do list. T-O-D-O-L-I-S-T. No hyphens, no spaces. Again, choirdirectorcorner.com forward slash to-do list. I will make sure that that link is in the show notes as well. All right, well, let's get right into it. The list of 10 items to be done before the end of the year. I'm going to do this David Letterman style. So our top 10 list, starting with number 10, double check your choir rosters that you have for the fall. Now, the reason why you're doing this is you want to make sure everyone is registered that should be right? So you're going back to your current rosters, making sure that your current singers are registered. You, If you have a list of students that maybe weren't in the program this year, but they were sort of on your wish list that you want to bring them in, checking with your registration department, maybe it's your guidance office that does registration for your students, checking with them on those students as well. This is also a great time to go to the directors of your feeder schools or your feeder programs and giving them a list and say, hey, here are here's the list of students that I have coming from you. Is there anyone that I am missing? Who's on this list that maybe I need to watch out for, but also who is also not on this list that should be? So doing that now gives you enough time before the end of the year to check up on those students. And hey, if you can pull in two or three more students, that is a huge win and well worth the effort. So that's number 10. Double check those choir rosters. Make sure you've got everybody that you should have. Number nine, spending any leftover money in your program's accounts. Now you may be saying, <laughs> Matt, that's a, that's a funny, like what money? Yeah. Well, okay. Hear me out on this. 
I know in past programs and in my current program, there are certain accounts where if you do not spend that money, that money goes away. So this is a good time to check with the administration, to check with your business office, whoever holds the purse strings, and just double check with them and say, okay, is there any money in my accounts that if I don't spend it this year where it doesn't roll over? We have some accounts that do roll over, but then we have some accounts that do not. And so you want to make sure if there's any of that, that you get that money spent, that it does not go to waste. Now, one of the things that you might consider spending that money on is sight reading factory, whether it's, you know, a very small amount where maybe that's just uh, an account for a you and a handful of what you could call practice room accounts, yeah, where you can use those not necessarily for a specific student, but just for using for lessons and individual assessments and that sort of thing. Or if you've got a little bit more, you're one of the lucky ones out there, money to spend, you might consider student accounts through Sight Reading Factory, okay? And luckily, I have a post where I talk all about how I have used Sight Reading Factory in the past. And so I will put that blog post link in this document for you. Again, choirdirectorcorner.com forward slash to-do list. You will find the link to my post where I talk all about Sight Reading Factory and how I've used that. And maybe after looking at that, you might decide, okay, this is something I should really look into. And of course, I have a link for Sight Reading Factory as well. So we can get a hold of those folks and start looking at some accounts, whether it's just for you, practice room accounts, or are you investing in some student accounts as well? So that's number nine. That's just one idea, right? I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure you can't you don't need any help, yeah, you know, spending some money. No, you cannot go to Tahiti. It must be <laughs> money for your students, for your program. That's just one idea. Okay. Number eight on the to-do list is simply one word, purge. And I'm not talking about the horror flick, The Purge. No, 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 no. I'm talking about costumes. I am talking about storage rooms. You know, thinking about all the spaces, all the random things that you have in your program. You know, the, the old rule about closets is, you know, when you're going through your closet at home, if you haven't used anything in a year, it may be time to get rid of that. Yeah, whatever that item is. Now, this past year has been nutty, to say the least. So it hasn't been the typical year. You may have not even used things that you have access to like you normally would. So I would go one step further, not even the past year, looking at all of your costumes, all of your storage rooms, all of the things that you have physically in your program. If you haven't used them in the last two years? Did you use them in the year before COVID and you still haven't used it in the year of COVID? Then it's time to donate that to someone who really could use it. Yeah. We have some construction going on, have had construction going on this year and then on through the summer. And so we were forced to purge uh, here this spring and it took a lot of work, but boy, 
we are sure glad that we uh, that we did that. And this next fall, when it comes back to putting things back together, not only we're going to have so much more room, but it's just getting rid of all the things we didn't use and the extra room that comes from that. And it's just so much more organized and easy to find things. So this might be a, a, a place where you can enlist help, whether it's students or even some parents coming in from your program and helping you organize and yes, purge. That's number eight. Number seven, this gets into the purge idea a little bit, giving your music library an overhaul. Yeah. And so this might be donating music that you haven't uh, used in a while. Uh, It might just be cleaning and organizing. Right. So I have a post where I talk all about my previous music library, how it was organized, how it was structured, how I labeled music. Uh, And it was just very simple, but also very organized and very easy to find music when I needed it. Yeah. So I will put that post link in the document, the choirdirectorcorner.com forward slash to-do list. So you can read all about my music library and it'll give you some strategies on how you can organize things and how you can label things so that you can find it easily. Now, if you're looking to donate some music, you know, don't necessarily recycle it. That's probably the, the worst case scenario. What I want you to do is Google Choral Music Lending Library, and you're going to find a number of responses. Now, some of them right now are closed due to COVID, but I'm sure, you know, as we get further away from this pandemic, these will start to open back up. And so these are entities that take donated music, and so they list them on their website, for instance. And then anyone in that area is welcome to come in and borrow music from that library. So you're helping other choir directors to save some money and defray some of that cost of music. Yeah. So if you can't find anyone to take it, then yes, uh, looking at recycling, but do look into choral music lending libraries if you're looking to get rid of some of that old music that you're no longer going to use. Number six, create your choir final. Now, maybe you already have your final plan for the semester, but I know here we've got like three extra weeks. Like we're done by usually by the end of May. And because of uh, the derecho and the pandemic and everything else, we are till June 11th. So we are having to find some extra things, extra activities to do after our spring concert. So you can use this for your final or you can just use this as an activity to do in class. And what you can do is check out podcast episode number 28, where I talk about give your choir final and select repertoire at the same time. So you can kill two birds with one stone here. But the activity for the choir final is selecting pieces that you're thinking about programming and playing recordings of those pieces and then have your students discuss them, whether you're having just a, a, an open discussion in your rehearsal 
or you can have them write and talk about their responses to each of the different pieces. So works as a classroom activity, or it's a great way to uh, assess your singers as a choir final, and you get some ideas about selecting repertoire as well. So if that's something that interests you, check out podcast episode number 28. Number five on the list is plan a choir retreat. Now, you don't have to make this anything fancy, right? This can be as simple as ordering pizza or grilling out, you know, grilling some hamburgers and hot dogs, just getting one of your choirs together. As the summer starts to get to a close and you can sort of preview what you're going to be doing with them then in the fall. So even if it's just a social event, yeah, getting your singers together, enjoying a meal together, uh, you know, obviously, you know, still in, in closing down this pandemic, hopefully closing down this pandemic. So taking the proper precautions there. But, you know, getting them together so that they can visit and interact and start to build that community. And even better, if you've got some music already picked out and you want to give them a head start uh, on that fall repertoire, that would be a great time to start to delve into that. And you can also plan some games and some team building activities. That's a popular thing as well. But again, doesn't have to be anything uh, especially fair fancy, but just a couple of hours where you're getting your singers together and enjoying some time together. And yeah, you can uh, start to build that choir community as well. So start looking at that summer calendar, looking at the calendar for your school's program or your community group, whatever it is, and picking out some dates and planning that choir retreat. That's number five. Number four, summer reading list. What are you going to be reading this summer? Hopefully you've got some time this summer to do some reading, right? So if you're looking for books that are related in lots of different ways to teaching, you can check out my Choir Director Corner recommended reading list. And so if you go to choirdirectorcorner.com forward slash reading list, just all one word, reading list, that's going to get you to a list with live links. So you see a title and the authors are listed as there as well. You can click on the title and that will take you directly to a page where you can find that book and there's a description as well. So if you're looking for some books uh, related to, in lots of different ways, to different aspects of teaching, check out the summer reading list. That's number four. Number three, reevaluate your concert programs. Now, if you just had a spring concert, or you've got one upcoming, maybe you just went through the process of creating a program. So it's fresh in your mind, right? So thinking about what program do you use for your programs? Do you like that? Do you like that program? Yeah. Is it easy to use? Uh, or is it just kind of you know frustrating? I can remember back in the old days uh, using my Microsoft products. I was just super frustrated with you trying to use those products to uh, make a concert program. And then I did Google Docs for a couple of years and that worked okay, but it didn't really have that professional look that I was looking for. Well, then I found Canva. And so I have a whole post about how you can use Canva to 
easily create concert programs that have an ultra professional look. And the best thing is, is that there's also a video tutorial. So on this video, I take you step by step through the process of using Canva to create your next beautiful concert program. So you can find that post and that video choirdirectorcorner.com forward slash Canva, C-A-N-V-A. So take a look at Canva. It might be just what you need to make your next concert program. So that's number three. Number two, get a head start on selecting repertoire. Oh, the endless task of selecting a repertoire, right? Well, one of the resources, I have several, but one of the resources that I have that can help you in your search for repertoire is my podcast episode number 19. So that episode is all about nine resources that you may not have heard of to find great choir repertoire. So I go through each of those resources and also there is a web link so they're easy to find uh, and so it's very easy to use and immediately can get you to these nine resources where you can then start your search for that choir repertoire. So again that is podcast episode number 19. And finally number one on our big board what is your summer professional development plan? So what's your plan for this summer? Now, I know you're like, Matt, this has been like the longest year in history. Like I might need a breather. <laughs> and I totally get it. I too am super pumped for some time off to spend with my family and do all the things that you don't normally get to do during the school year, year right? But... Summer is also a great time to rejuvenate, recharge, and retool and start to think about some things about what do I want to start to implement in my teaching this next year? What teaching topics do you really want to dig into this fall? In what areas of being a choir director are you looking for growth? What teaching tools would you like to add to your toolbox? Well, my resource for this is next Monday, May 17th, yeah, going on the date that this podcast episode comes out, I'm going to be announcing the launch of a new professional development resource for choir directors. It's still in the very beginning stages, but my vision is that this resource will include content, but it will also include an online collaborative community for choir directors, kind of like a choir director mastermind, if you will. I will be coming out with a bonus episode of the podcast on Monday where I discuss more of the details. And I will also be talking about it over in our Facebook group, which you can find over at choirdirectorcornergroup.com. So if this resource sounds like something that would be right up your alley, would help you get on the fast track to uh, your professional development for this summer and in the future, then make sure you tune in on Monday for more of the details. Well, that's it for today's episode, my friends. I hope this episode has provided some inspiration as well as some motivation to get things checked off your to-do list and finish the school year strong. Keep doing your thing. Keep being awesome. And I will see you next week. Hey.
Thanks so much for listening to the Choir Director Corner Podcast. Don't forget to check us out over on Facebook at www.choirdirectorcornergroup.com. Music